Kendall's 30-minute pop ride. This should be fun. Okay, Peloton, who's ready to work? Here we go. Don't forget to breathe. Good idea. Get at home motivation. We are climbing through this chorus. Let's get it. Anytime you want it. Bump up that intensity. Give it all you have. I am. You are unstoppable, Peloton fam. Try the Peloton app free for two months. New members only. Terms apply. Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast, where we are regarded to as the starting five. We are powered by the Binge Podcast Network, and we are sponsored by Overtime Heroics Minutes. All right, um, so Rap Brand started today, last year. Um, we are out of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, so this is really dope that I was able to do this on our anniversary, um, our first anniversary. So um, we started out of Cleveland, and then we just moved our way up city by city, state by state, um, got merch everywhere. All right. Two. All right, brother. So how, how'd your uh, clothing line come about? Like, what made you want to go, okay, let me let me start ahead, go ahead and start doing my own thing with the clothing? Uh, well, I started this when I was in uh, college at Central State. Um, I was always around dope fashion, dope vibes. Uh, just from being around the black community, you know, you always got to see different styles. You know, everybody didn't always dress with big t-shirts or you would see somebody from Chicago, they would come in with some skinny jeans and a big shirt, like why they dress like that? But you know, you see so many different styles of fashion while you're at um, a historically black college, you really get to dive into it and it becomes a part of your lifestyle. So I just went with it and I was like, well, I want to do something different than uh, what most people create when they create a clothing line. So my goal for the clothing line was to create something that was adventurous, um, built for a different market than my own market that I would, you know, cop clothes from or something like that. I really just wanted to dive into something different um, and give myself a challenge. Bad, bad, bad. You said you celebrating your one year today? Yes, sir. One well, year anniversary. Um, up until now, what were some of the earliest struggles that you faced when, when, when building your brand? Um, one of the struggles that I faced was, um, when you first start your brand, you know, you're excited about designs, you're excited about, um, getting shirts, orders, all that types of stuff. But, um, initially just some quick advice that I would give to people, um, is watch the quantity of what you order. Um, cause you know, you always excited and, you know, you think you can sell a lot of stuff real quick, but, um, to sell a lot of stuff real quick, you have to use a lot of your time and your day to do it. So. 
um, just know that, um, you know, when you, you get a shirt and you're like, oh, that's a dope shirt. You know, you might not want to get a thousand of those shirts, maybe get 50, maybe get a hundred, see what you can do with that. What, uh, what makes something dope to you as far as like clothing goes? Um, I'm a real big person when it comes to like patterns, uh, fabrics, patches. Um, I haven't even been able to do that with my own clothing brand yet, but those are some things that really just stick out to me. I love different types of uh, aesthetic when it comes to fashion. You know, somebody might rock a white t-shirt, you know, and it might look lame, but the next guy might come through, rock that white t-shirt and, you know, it's fly. It's all about the style and the confidence, right? Exactly. Exactly. About the ego. You know, when you're dressing, it's about your ego. Right on, right on. Um, so what advice would you give? I know we, you talked about your early stages, but just like really if somebody would have come to you and say, I wanted to start my own clothing line, like what would, what would be your biggest advice that you would give to them? Yeah, um, actually, a, a lot of kids hit me up um, on Instagram. They asked me the same question. And uh, one thing I tell them is just to um, dive deep into what you're doing. Um, you know, it's always cool. Like I said in the beginning, you know, everything that you think of in your head, always going to be dope to you every single time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or it should be at the end of the day. But, you know, when you're presenting something to the world, to people, um, you know, maybe get some advice in the beginning. Take some criticism that you wasn't willing to hear. Um, show people your product in the beginning. Maybe there's a change you want to make. Our logo actually started out with just the word wrath going across. And then I did a, a focus group and I um, sent it to some, some of my friends and people like that. And people gave me feedback that I didn't necessarily want to hear, but it led me to put in the moon on our clothing. So that was one of the best things that I could have ever did. Why, why wrath? Um, I chose wrath because I wanted to pick something edgy. I wanted to bring that question up of uh, why wrath? Like, why'd you choose that? Um, I wanted to really go out on a limb on something that you don't see every day. Um, it's something that really sparks interest and it sparks your mind like okay what is wrath and everything that we embody it's all about adventure um i didn't i know wrath may look at it may be looked at as like a negative word or a bad word in some you know some backgrounds but to me wrath is really just the adventure of clothing like i'm, I'm on an adventure with this with this brand i'm on an adventure when i meet new people um and skating is a big part of what we do as well so you know, that's an adventure in itself. Um, so, you know, I really just wanted to embody those things around my brand, but use a word that really would challenge the public. That's what's up. And of course, we're a sports podcast. So, you know, we got to ask, man, who are some of your favorite players with, with style? Um, some of my favorite players with style is, is um, I love Chris Paul. Um, I love what he does when he pulls up to NBA games, always rocks HBCU stuff. Um, I love DeAndre Hopkins, too. Uh, real smooth style, real, you know, he's got a real Southern style to him, but uh, real fly, though, real, real fly. Um, another person that, that really always catches my eye, because he always works something crazy, is Russell Westbrook and then Kyrie Irving. Russell Westbrook will wear a, a Hawaiian shirt and not bat an eye. And my boy Kyrie, he'll pull up with a third eye, you know, world is flat shirt just to troll the whole world it's so troll, you know yeah. it's true <laughs> right, right, right. what you're not no cam newton nah I'm, i can't cam a little crazy with it cam a little wild with it i can't do a cam newton that boy be he's he switching up too much you know russ we already know he gonna put some wild stuff up but cam newton he 
He come out in the the, the dashiki <laughs> up top, and then blue jeans and, on the bottom. You're right, yeah, some alligator <laughs> shoes. Like, come on, Cam. Some fits be fly, but he be pushing. Oh man, that's what's up. So Cleveland, you rocking with the Cavs, the Browns. You know, the ba- I call Baker Mayfield the truth, bro. That's 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 just me though. But who, who yeah. you rocking yeah. with? Crazy, crazy, crazy <laughs> thing who, who is, is um, I'm actually not a Browns fan. Never been a Browns fan. Not one day in my entire life. Um, I wouldn't even flex like I was. Uh, Ohio State? A, nope, no Ohio State either. <laughs> not, not a not a bone in my body. Can't do it. Um, I'm actually a Michigan fan and wow. a Steelers fan. Wow. Okay. From Ohio? Yeah. Wow. Yes, sir. I, 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 <laughs> it's the Northeast Ohio. Yeah, okay. Northeast Ohio. Okay. You know, <laughs> Pittsburgh, only two, Pittsburgh only two hours away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's right up the street. Yeah, that's okay. what a lot of people don't realize when they be like, oh, man, how you a Steelers fan from Ohio? But crazy thing is a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans commute and go mm-hmm. back and forth to Browns games and vice versa. Okay. Bet, bet, bet. Well, you, you at least rocking with LeBron? Uh, I rock with LeBron. I'm not like one of his biggest fans. Uh, the the one big thing that I uh, that I appreciate <laughs> LeBron for was you know getting that championship for us, and uh, you know that's all I needed him to do. He said he was gonna do it. You know he he stuck to his word. He came back. I didn't really you know dig too deep into the whole boys and girls club. Let me uh, announce I'm going to Miami uh, on a you know on TV. That wasn't really too cool to me. You know he could have kept that tuck, but. Uh, I appreciate him for getting that ring for us, for sure. Right on, bro. We appreciate you. We appreciate you on the podcast, bro. Like we gonna we gonna get into support some sports for sure. You know, you got your your, your homie from the Cleveland city over over here to the to the left, or you know what I'm saying. But it's all good. Hey, shout Hopefully out to the city. Don't try to jump me because we talking about. You know what, Shark? You gotta let us know what we talking about, bro. Because <laughs> like we got me and Sheeta just gotta just go on air out one last time, bro. You know. <laughs> And you know I, I'm in Dallas now, so you know I'm ready for all the smoke. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one last question before we move on. Hey, Austin, right on. Um, what social media platform do you like the most, and why? Um, the most, the the best social media platform for me is Instagram. Um, I was able to get onto it quickly, uh, kind of figure out how to get followers, draw interest. So I built almost 2,500 followers on there um, just in that first year of opening business. Um, it's kind of hard when you're a one-man band, um, you know, doing multiple social medias. I do have a team that I work with on a daily. It's a small team, but, you know, we get the job done in different areas. But, you know, it's hard to jump into all the social medias at the same time, really. In a world of social media, everybody's doing, you know, clothing or fashion or whatever. Like, how, how, do your, how does your brand stand out? Um, my brand stands out because it's literally um, not something you would see, I would say, just from jump, not from an African-American person. You know, you wouldn't really see um, somebody from that looks like us, you know, dive into a, a punk type of brand, um, a rock type of brand. Um, normally you see one staple of thing and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, a brand is really about um, how much you invest into it. You can have a dope brand, but if you're not pushing it, you know, you're not passionate about it. You know, people won't follow you. People won't want to be a part of what you're putting together. So um, that's one big thing that I always put behind my brand because I literally I wear it every day. I love it. Um, and that's another thing sometimes you don't see is you, you don't see people rock their clothing enough. Uh, you know, if you think it's dope, rock it. Uh, so in, uh, speaking of uh, people like working clothes, if you could name three, three people, whether they are. Uh, rappers or basketball players or whatever. Name three people you would love to see rock a brass shirt. 
Um, in the sports world, um, one person again, uh, Kyrie Irving. I would love to get him in uh, some merch because I think he would uh, vibe with some of it. It's not traditional, so I think that would really go through his lane. Um, somebody in the football side of things is my boy Juju. I would love to get uh, Juju in, uh, <laughs> in some of the merch. I know he'd go crazy in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick story, I actually saw him when we went to uh, the, the Steelers game. We saw him just driving on the streets. And we was like, man, is that Juju? He was like in one of those uh, three-wheel cars or bikes, whatever you want to call it. But oh, like, that's is that not Juju? Right. That's yeah, he like was Juju. just like yelling through the streets. Yeah. I'm like, man, it's, it's New York or Pittsburgh? <laughs> uh, but um, And then like a third person I would pick um, – more so, it would probably be like a rapper or something, and I would probably choose a girl, somebody like uh, Rico Nasty. She's new in the rap scene, but mm-hmm. she really embodies that uh, that punk vibe. And we really we just came out with some crop tops for uh, women, so um, that's one thing that I would but love to you know expand and you know push mm-hmm. and get into different markets. Cool. Go go ahead and throw that social media out um, out there, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, uh, you just search wrath underscore brand. Um, same thing on Facebook. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can search the wrath brand. It's all together. No underscores. Um, and that's the so that's all the social medias we have uh, may jump into some other stuff down the line as you know, things pop up. But that's everything. And then lastly, I just wanted to uh, plug a a promo with you guys. Um, if you want to, you know, I would love to do some promo in your area. So I got a little promo code that I built for you guys. It's uh, LBR Wrath. Um, so if anybody in your community wants to use that, they get 10% off uh, any order. Um, and I'll keep that up, you know, as long as y'all want to. Um, and then we'll just continue to talk about that. And uh, hopefully we can get some sales in Memphis. Appreciate it. Who will? Oh, cool. Well, again, welcome. Welcome, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's see, let's see what you're talking here. Like, let's get it. <laughs> Got all these stuff out the way. <laughs> right, 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 right. Let's get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> all right. So today we go over the NCAA and pushing back the transfer uh, transfer ruling. Uh, we play a little game of Would You Rather. We go to the NFL and talk about Dak versus the Cowboys again. Oh boy! And with troll or no? So. First up, let's give a little quick update for Tiger recruiting. Um, we'll talk more about it on next episode. We'll push back again. We have some Tiger insiders on this couple of, up on these upcoming episodes. So we'll get more to talk about. But we might end up talking about them anyway in the NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> and post a vote on this transfer, immediate transfer ruling on uh, May the 20th, right? Uh, so they pushed that back to January, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me personally, I really don't understand the reasoning of pushing it. Uh, at this point, why not? <laughs> I mean, it's like the most NCAA thing to do at this point. Yeah. Uh, howdy, Come on, now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand the reasoning of pushing it back, and not even just pushing it back, but you're not even just pushing it back to this time next year, but you're pushing it back to mid to mid school year to mid semester of uh, of next year. So. That doesn't make sense to me. Again, I talked. Uh, I said this a couple of weeks ago. I just, and if there was more of a time to do it, to where college basketball players should be able to transfer and not have to sit out a year, it would be this year, a year in which you you had your season cut short, going into a season where you don't have the likes of a Zion Williamson or a James Wiseman or a, or a Kevin Durant. So you would want to do anything that you can to get those viewers back um, for college basketball as we're going into a season which. 
we don't even know if there's going to be a season, right? So I just feel like if, if there was at any point you should have allowed this rule to pass, it should have been now. It there is I don't understand the reason of pushing it back. But I mean, this is the NCAA that we're talking about. We're we're at this point <laughs> we've said the same thing over and over again and at this point it's just kinda of, it's 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 the same thing. So I I, I don't yeah. It's all about the money with them, man, because I think we've read about potentially what could happen about the NCAA potentially losing $4 billion if uh, the college football season isn't going on. But um, just to your point, this is I don't understand why this is being pushed back again. This is something that can definitely be helpful to the NCAA once they uh, start to get their viewership back. But did you know that like this rule only applies to the major sports that is primarily on TV? So men's basketball, football, women's basketball, baseball, hockey, like anything else, like you could transfer and be immediately eligible to play. So what? think about that. Yeah, thank, thank you for the nugget. I, I did yeah, not know that. That's yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, clearly money driven. And then like, like he said, yeah. it's, uh, you know, that's the NCAA thing to do. You know, they just do everything a part of their nature. I'm sure they just sit down in those meetings and like, you know, we can't go against our character. You know, we can't fold. I, I I feel like that's a part of their nature. That's what they do. They they always do the same thing. They always try to, you know, show no love to the people who generate all the bread for them. I ain't got nothing to say. I mean, <laughs> well, I, mean <laughs> I, I, I ain't got nothing to say. I mean, I it's this ain't this ain't new. I mean, we we've been here. We've done this. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing shocks me anymore with the NCAA, and I know that. Uh, there's been like some whispers about the the power five schools or conferences thinking about, you know, uh, seceding away from uh, the NCAA. I'm all for it. As long as, you know, they can pay the players and, you know, have them transfer immediately and do what they got to do. Like, I don't understand the reason why there's a holdup and like, and like Skylar said, doing it like in the middle of the season, like that's a waste of time and you're still not going to be able to play. Like, how you going to, how you going to infiltrate into uh, the the team's offense or defense or whatever it is, right. like how how you gonna how you gonna implement that? You can't. I mean, you can you can try, but it'll be ugly. It's gonna right. be bad basketball, bad football. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. I'm 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 out on the NCAA. I'm just tired of them. Like I don't I, I just can't rock with it anymore. I'm 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 out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, this is just starting the pitfall of the the end to me of uh, the NCAA and how much is kind of like hung over our head in terms of being as athletes, right? As basketball, you got to do the one and done um, or go somewhere else. College football, you got to do three years unless you do, you know, the private school, get two. And I just, we don't need the NCAA to showcase amateur sports. And when someone finds a better way to showcase amateur sports, because that's really where college basketball, football, everything is, then, um, I think the NCAA will be done. NCAA is hurt because one of the COVID and two, their biggest bang for the buck is really football season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. billion dollar boy right there. And the billion dollar boy being, we're not guaranteed to be in the stands during that time. The viewership is going to be down. TVD deals will be down. And so now I feel like NCAA is trying to scramble to find something to do. But to everybody's point, if it ain't no other time to do it, do it now in terms of that rule change. Um, to make us want to be a part of NCAA again. But right now, mm, like, okay, well, for real, just bring my basketball for real. Um, let's start there. Give me some more professional sports. 
But as it stands for amateur sports, I really feel bad for those people that are that are part of the NCAA because I really feel like you are staining sports as it stands right now. And then, and then what they're also about to do is push it back to January, and then they're gonna push it back again. So we'll be talking about the same thing. Yeah. May of, May of 2021. So y'all just get ready. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all got enough patience to, to sit through this whole thing all over again. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to say. Like I said, I saw the news. <laughs> like, this, 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 it's what they do. It's what they yeah. do. Wait till the reminder, too. Huh? It's the wait till the reminder how trash they are. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, then, it's then, a, then, yeah. Not cool at all, baby. <laughs> not cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> not cool at all. <laughs> I'm going to I'm I'm get it tatted right here. Don't your time. So, just go. Yeah. At all, baby. But, you know, um... And to your point, to your point, Sheeta, like the G League, the, 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 the foundation of the NCAA is already weakened. And yep. then the establishment of a better foundation, you know, even as a startup in the G League is, is there. You know what I'm saying? It, it's there. It's there. Basketball is definitely there. I think for, for, for football? Yeah, they, they, yeah they, you know, that's America's sport, though. So they're going to they try to juice the athletes as much as possible. So. I don't really have much to say on it either. I know before, like, as we got closer to it over the past, less than last month or so, towards the end of April, I started hearing rumors that they were going to push it back yeah. in January. So at that point, I was, that point, I was like, okay, yeah, it's probably going to be pushed back again. Not just Memphis. This is not just Memphis that's messed up, man. You know how many players in transfer? Yeah, like, like, a lot of players still yeah. in the transfer right. order. Right. In the transfer order, yeah. So. I know me personally, I wouldn't transfer without knowing the rule is going uh, a certain way if they transfer for that reason. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of players are transferred because they want to transfer, period. But if you transfer based on the rule, you probably should have rate, waited anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't know, like y'all said, NCAA is what it is. Not cool at all. Before we move on, one thing that I have heard is a lot of one main reason players are transferring is to be closer to home, right? So, with all this stuff is going on, somebody from Memphis may not necessarily want to play in California or play in New York or something like that because it's with this stuff going on, I'd rather be closer to home. And if I got to get shut down mid-season again, I'm not that far from the house. So that's that's another thing that I've heard too. Would you rather? So, but today, the NBA, um, I'm pretty sure y'all have all heard, it's more than likely coming back. Um, not 100%, but pretty much 100%. They're going to announce on June the 1st. So they are still trying to hash out the details on how they're going to sites out in Orlando, Vegas. two sites, Vegas, Houston, possibly. Mm-hmm. You know, how many teams? They're going to, and this, this is what we're coming down to. Would you rather? Would you rather the NBA finish the regular season or just start the playoffs right away? Um, I would rather. I, I'm for you. Going straight into the playoffs, but I would want there some be. I would like to be some form of like an exhibition, whether that be two or three games or something like that, just to get the, for the players to get a feel for each other again, get their bodies back into shape like that. But as far as like finishing the regular season, we ain't got time for that, buddy, right? Because I mean, as, as we see already in China, there is like a second wave of this stuff coming already. So in my mind, you would think that the you would want to start the season or to start or finish the season. And then finish, um, and then have the playoffs end before any of this stuff comes back. And then now you're back in square one all over again. 
So my, uh, if I had to choose, I would just say go straight into the playoffs. And the only reason we're having this conversation is because the Grizzlies are the eight seed and nobody outside of Memphis wants to see True. the Grizzlies in the playoffs. If, it was, if this was the Pelicans, the Lakers, anybody outside of Memphis, we would go straight into the playoffs. But apparently nobody wants to see John Moran and nobody wants to see Triple J. So now that's why they we're having this conversation. Here we are again. Thank you. Cool, y'all got enough school. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, for me, for me, honestly, I if I had to choose one, I would probably go, go along with this and just say just start the playoffs just straight, straight up. Um, if you're trying to have something to have all, quote, unquote, 30 teams involved, I know there were, Adam Silva was talking about uh, potentially experimenting with, like, a midseason tournament. Um, you can have that playing tournament with, team, with those that was ranked 9 through 15. Just do a 14-team bracket, give the, the teams with the nine seed to buy. Everybody plays out. The winner of that tournament gets a greater chance or a high chance at the number one pick in the lottery. Bingo. There you go. If you're trying to involve all 30 teams. I'm thinking even more cutthroat than that. <laughs> I'm thinking about, like, just eight, nine, 10, and 11. We could do, like, a maybe, like, a just a three-game series with – Eight, nine, ten, and eleven. I guess that's what the the bottom four seeds, and do a little series with them, and then whoever already in the playoffs, so one through seven, you know, maybe they can play some exhibition games or something like that. But I think the whoever in the eight, nine, ten, and eleven seeds, they should get a shot at uh, you know possibly getting into the playoffs. Because I know, like y'all said, maybe people don't want to see the Grizzlies. I'm a big John Morant fan, so I love Aww. to see Jago crazy in the playoffs. There we go. Oh, he he gonna put on the show. He gonna get that money for y'all. So. Ain't no reason why you shouldn't have them in the playoffs. But exactly. I think, you know, the other teams do deserve a little shot. So I wouldn't mind yeah. uh, starting the season. And I got my fantasy team, so I need <laughs> that to happen, too. Dude's going somewhere. Dude's leaving. Go ahead. Go ahead, Savage. Go ahead, Savage. Okay. Personally, uh, what I would want, you know, without the logistics, of, like, thrown into play, I want them to continue on with the regular season hopes that, it would, you know, go into like a little bit of the fall and then starting the next season, like on, on, on Christmas. So that way we can have that start time because that's when everybody care about the NBA anyway. Uh, I don't think that I don't think that's that's possible. Like Skylar said, with the second wave of COVID, uh, we don't know what it's going to look like by like September, October. Uh, I'm looking at the standings right now and the Grizzlies, I want to preface this. The Grizzlies got three and a half games. Like that's a lot of games, whether you know it or not. Like that, that's a clear separation between them, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento. As it stands right now, um, the Grizzlies are better than all three of those teams, in my opinion. Uh, we, we saw the Grizzlies beat Portland. We saw them get killed by New Orleans, but I just feel like that was an outlier. We never played good on, on Dr. King's holiday. We never do. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then Sac- Sac- Sacramento, nah, I ain't worried about them. Uh, the Grizzlies are a better team on paper, and I would like to see John Moran play the Lakers. I mean, Everybody wants to see that. I mean, now they might get swept, <laughs> but at least it'll be exciting. I want to see, you know, uh, Moran go up against LeBron. Didn't they beat L.A. in L.A.? Like, like they beat nah, L.A. that match up in Memphis. The last Memphis. match up they had in Memphis. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they, they, they've beaten L.A. before, so it's not like they like they, they sorry or anything. They uh, twice, actually. But but I would say go ahead and start the playoffs. Let Dame Little be mad. Let Zion be mad. Let uh, De'Aaron Fox be made. They can, they can participate in the tournament to see if they can get a high pick in the lottery. There you go. That's that's, that's cool with me. <laughs> you know, 
But but like Skylar said, there's really not enough time to 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 waste right now. Go ahead and start it back. I think uh, who was that? Uh, uh, Dinwiddie said July fifteenth was what it was looking like. I think it was fifteenth. What it was looking like. Go ahead and start on that day. Go ahead with the playoffs. Put everybody in the West in one, like in Utah or whatever they're gonna do the, the, the games at. Put other people in, you know, Disney World or whatever, and just kind of go from there. Um, as far as a concern for fans not being there. As long as basketball's on TV, I will watch. Everybody's going to watch. <laughs> I watch Summer League and that, and that Orlando gym. Like, I'm going to watch it. Like, I, I believe basketball, so I, I am, I'm for it. Like, go ahead and do it. Like, Memphis, we'll find a way to meet up. We'll go to the Summer Avenue drive through and we will have a good time so go ahead start it up uh adam silver best uh commissioner in the game go ahead and get us started with playoffs in july let's do it i'm 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 definitely for what everybody just said but i like to be i guess the opposite i like for the season to come back but have at least two weeks left in a regular season and I think this would be the prime time for the NBA to do something that they've been wanting to do, which is instead of have, you know, the top eight Western teams and the top Eastern teams, just get the top 16 teams, period. And you can get a Zion Williamson in the playoffs. And I think this would be the prime time for the NBA to do that because the season's already going to have an asterisk by it anyway. So go ahead and try to see something. I mean, you, y'all know how the people in the media like to call, are going to call this season the asterisk season, just like when the Spurs won back in 99. They call it the asterisk season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's going to happen regardless. But whoever wins this season, to us, it's still going to be the best team in the league. But I think everybody will win if you just don't take the top eight teams from each conference and, really, like I said, the top six teams. Everybody wins. We get Zion Williamson in the playoffs. We get John Moran in the playoffs. And we just go from there. And I think if that works out, you keep on going for the rest of the years to come. Because I think that's the best way to do it anyway instead of having – you know, a, 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 a number eight seed in the Eastern Conference, not even have a winning record. You know what I'm saying? As it stands right Love now, it. the top 16 teams are the top eight on both sides. So. Oh, really? I mean, what? shoot, cool. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like with me. I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> right, right now, the worst team in the West, I mean, the East is Orlando at 30 and 35. So that's still better than exactly my point. Portland. Portland. That's still better than Portland, New Orleans, and in, in, uh, in Sacramento. Yeah. So right but now, here, but, but here, here, here's the thing, though. If you add another two weeks to that, that can yeah, change yeah. drastically. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that can change drastically. That's just one one or two games, and and they play about three games a week. So yeah, right, that so could about change. Six or seven games. Yeah, it, it, uh-huh. it could definitely change. Yeah, that, that, that's how I feel about. It. Definitely, like I'm I'm good either way. But I think, like I said, if you add another season and take just the top sixteen teams, period, it'll be fair to everybody. Yeah, you can't get a clear cut winner, you know. Basically, regardless. quit, quit hating on Memphis NBA. Like, like, like exactly. Like, stop, stop. That's the main <laughs> thing. Come on, dog. Like, y'all lucky we ain't in the Eastern Conference right now because we're gonna be <laughs> here about Exactly. You need to be over there. You know, ESPN and Memphis had a hate hate relationship. They need to quit with all this injury stuff that other teams got players coming back. Um, Justice Winslow, Triple J, and Brandon Clark were all out for us. And still beating people. They're going to be back. We had a four-game lead, and we had one on a five-game losing streak after the All-Star break, and we're still up three and a half games. Exactly. Shout out to B. Clark. That's my guy. Brandon Clark. So. If you guys just rewind the tape just about four to five minutes, 
just watch Savage as he's grooming himself really well. Little angle. I really, as you guys started to talk, like Trevor, that idea that you had about actually playing for the top seat, like making, I mean, the top pick, making that worth that, that's a great part right mm-hmm. there. Dude, I love what you said about, you know, one through 16. If you look at this NBA season as it stands, even the All-Star game was changed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so why can't we, given an idea for the playoffs, something that we've been, you know, talking about for, I feel like, years, actually. Um, for me, I would will, I will like to see the regular season end, but I'm not saying play all 82 games. There is something to be said about continuity uh, with teams. It's something to be said to not just play yourself, uh, to play others, and also see how the refs are going to start calling the games. Uh, before those games actually really do count, and you know you're down, you know two one, three one, which is the anniversary today of um, Durant and them being up three one, then you know what happened after that. Mm. Um, but I won't go any further with that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't remind me. Uh, right. Don't remind um, me. <laughs> wait, wait to throw that in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am a Cavs fan. Let me just go ahead and slide that in there. Yeah, I mean, I can sign the heat though too. I mean, we this is the other the same day that we uh, talked about Dirk Nowitzki being sick. That was D-Wade and LeBron scored. I definitely gave that one, and we lost four straight. He scored at. games a week and it not count so i think a two-week grace period a little fortnight so to speak uh for two weeks and then go into the seating and such like that and that way the teams can still stay there and buy for that top pick by playing out you know nine through 15 on both sides um so i do like that those combined ideas um i don't know our pay grade is not high enough for everybody to hear but uh, (laughs) let's just be real about what you should be doing Exactly. So, um, LeBron deserves his ring this year, um, and I'll leave it right at that. I meant LeBron because now I don't know who he's going to That's true. That's not the way he's in college, though. All right. Um, my thoughts on it are I have to prefer some, some form of regular season to be played, but not all easy games. Um, I used to always say they need to play 70 games. In the regular season, I know each team has a different amount. Some teams have played 67, some teams have played 62. It's probably some type of rationale like that. But I think just get every team to play their schedule up to 70 games and start the playoffs from there. But I did, I remember it was a couple months ago, Spencer Dinwiddie had put something on Twitter. Since we had missed out on March Madness, he had came up with the idea of a March Madness style tournament where the top four seeds get a bye. The bottom four seeds have like a play-in series to get into the first round, then just play. Uh, I think it was like three seed. Oh, no, after that, the first round was like best of three games or best of five games or something. It kept. It was like a sequential order to get to the sixteen teams. Then you go the whole seven game series from that point forward. So I did like his idea. 
a little Toots idea. I know Steve A. mentioned it on you know, his first take last week. Um, and just any type of NC tournament, Trevor idea was perfect, you know, for the bottom teams to be for the number one uh, draft pick since they pushed back the uh, postponed the draft lottery anyway. Mm-hmm. So I just think uh, they do need some type of regular season tune-up games to get ready for the playoffs. Like we said, Grizz is in them. They're up three and a half. I think Orlando, I haven't checked. Uh, I don't know. With Savage, you still got standards in front of you? Yeah, they were 30 yeah. and 35, I believe. How many Orlando. games were they ahead of Washington, I think, was the ninth seed? Uh, let's I see. like two. It was, yeah, about two. Let me see. Any word on um, when the lottery is supposed to happen? They were up, they were up by six games against Washington. I feel bad for Brad Bill. Put up 30 points and can't even get 20 wins. <laughs> All-star game. Damn. All about you get them buckets. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. But – I'm happy, glad that we got some news that they are coming back. Um, can't wait. Still got to wait another two months, but hey, at least we know it's coming back. Raiders, for, the, for their first game, I don't care who it is, it's going to be Man. out of this world. I ain't going to know. It's going to be, them Raiders are going to be so high. I'm, 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 air balls. I'm happy they think, uh, I'm, I'm happy they think, <laughs> though, too. Because the fact, like, they're going to have to get Disney World back on, man. Like, I've never – I think this is probably the only time in history that Disney World has been closed, period. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I hate they couldn't do it in Vegas because I think Vegas would definitely need to help financially as well. Mm. But I think they did a good job with, uh, with picking Orlando. But I think uh, – well, they haven't officially chose yet. And I think – I really see them doing both sites because yeah. they said they got – for Summer League in July, they have Vegas for Summer League in July. Mm-hmm. So, I think – I still could see them because they already got it. And you know, book in July anyway. So I, I see them using both sites in some form or fashion. Yep. And another thing with Spencer yep. Dinwiddie style, neutral site games. Out the games are neutral site essentially. So the March Madness tournament style matches the neutral site aspect of it. So no home games at all. Well, Orlando, we have Orlando, home yeah. Home. <laughs> Orlando, <laughs> I have a home court advantage. Magic of the. And the Rockets. They lose. Right. <laughs> they lose. Yep. All right. Let's get to this Dak versus Dallas deal. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Supposedly, Dak turned down five-year, $175 million contract. Woo! Why would he do such a thing? But that report came out saying that didn't no, – It's true. I don't know. I've been hearing him turn down deals since – August last year, I've been heard hearing Cowboys now offering him deals August last year. That's why I didn't care about talking about this the next month, but we got nothing to talk about. So, <laughs> I just, I just want to throw out before before Sheeta goes that literally two minutes from the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, they're in an apartment complex called the Dalton Apartments. Say what? Well, <laughs> Only you would know that. Only you. Damn, yeah, I, 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 only I, you. I don't, here's a, here's a, here's a kicker. What color were the apartment schemes? That's the kicker. Black and orange. I promise you, I'll take a picture of it and I'll send it to you. Y'all don't believe me. She did a full <laughs> Y'all, I'll hear from everybody else first. I know everybody's coming for me. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll go. Like, this proves my point. Go that ahead, that won't be the next season. 
<laughs> he will not be in Dallas next season. And Jerry Jones got his boy that he wants quarterback in his team. Jack don't want Derry. Uh, I doubt to call him Derry. Uh, Dak don't want Jerry just like Jerry don't want Dak. It's just simple as Dak. If Dak turns out $35 million to be the highest-paid quarterback in the league, he doesn't want to be there, and it sucks for y'all because now y'all got to deal with Andy Dahl. Shout-out to Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Black and orange. Uh, I, I, I saw a report about Dak in five years, $175 million. My thing is, even if he, even if it's true, if it's false or whatever, what does that man want? I wish he would just come out and let us know what he wants, man. Because one, I, I, I agree with him. You know, as far as like get your money's worth. You know, they say he wants a short term deal. I can actually see that because I think that Dak honestly does not like to deal with Jerry's BS. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he also likes being a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. I mean, who wouldn't want that? That's like the most sought off after position in in professional football, you know? Um, so the Panthers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why the Panthers are talking about Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, I'm sorry. Off track. <laughs> <laughs> off track. Way off track. Okay. Anyway, so um, I, do, I, I do believe that Dak wants, and rightfully so, wants to get paid more than Carson Wentz. And to some extent, Jared Goff. Jared Goff made the Super Bowl, so can't really say anything about that. Um, but he Carson Wentz did too. His, true enough. True enough. Uh, but his talent, in my opinion, is not enough to carry a team to the Super Bowl, and that is what Jerry realizes. He realizes that I can't pay Dak forty million dollars because I can't spend my money anywhere else. Uh, which is why, again, it's an impasse right now, where it's just like. It's kind of like the meme of P. Diddy staring at the guy on stage and everybody just like waiting to see who's going to flinch first. And yeah. I, I, I just – I really think that it ends with <laughs> – I think that it ends with Dak somewhere else. Like Shitty said, like I asked him a couple shows ago, like do you think that Dak will be the quarterback beyond next year? And he said, no, I agree. I just think that at, at some point Jerry is going to want to get a particular quarterback that is not going to be Dak Prescott. Uh, but that press guy, get your money, man. I mean, I'm off of black quarterbacks getting yeah. paid, you know. And I do think that he's going to at some point realize this and to – dang, I wish I could say this for trouble now. But I just – I feel something with Dak and, like, a competitive, uh, like, football franchise. Like, I feel like he'll go to a team that's already set and ready to go. Um, I don't want to say Pittsburgh, but I see, like, a Pittsburgh type. I see, like, a San Fran type that can go in and say, all we need is a quarterback that's just passable. That's that's better than Garoppolo, uh, but I he ain't uh, he'll be foolish if that's true. Five years, one seventy five. He is foolish if he ain't take that. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, don't think it is. But I don't know. Awesome. I really think uh, Dak. I think he. I honestly think he's trying to take advantage of his unique position, and I don't think uh, he's going to get the opportunity to be in this position again. He's never going to have this much control with a contract again. Um, his next contract will be, you know, somewhere around 20, 25. And that's just me looking at his talent. Um, I don't see the, the, the win now mode. I don't see the, you know, it's always in a dire situation with Dak. You know, he's got to like pull the team out of, you know, two scores, but it's necessarily about how he started the game. So, you know, you started the game terribly, but you got to score five touchdowns. That's not really that amazing because you put the team in that position. So, 
Um, a lot of the stuff I see with the contract is really just uh, Jerry not folding and Dak knowing that this is the only opportunity for him to make uh, 40 million, 45 or whatever he think he's capable of making. And that's really all I got to say about it because he, that man's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I think Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys shouldn't be in this position because they should have given him a contract extension last year, right? So let's 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 put that on the table. We should not be in this position because he should have got paid last year. Now, where I think Dak Prescott may have lost his leverage is now that Andy Dalton is now in town. So now, when you were having contract negotiations, and of course this is hindsight twenty twenty, whatever Rick, numbers Rick, were being discussed. Real quick, Skyler. He lost his leverage because the Eagles made the playoffs last year. We, that's, we, that's another one. We yeah, literally had yeah. no receivers and still made the playoffs. That yeah. was an indictment on deck, too. Yeah, that's true. And I think, um, like I said, hindsight 2020, he should have – whatever numbers were discussed before Andy Dalton got there, he probably would have wanted to agree to those numbers. But now that Andy Dalton's now in town, I think at the end of the day, Jerry Jones, he now has leverage. He has to say, okay, at some point, here's my final offer. You can take it or leave because if you don't take it, and I got my quarterback anyway. And I feel like the quarterback that I have that's right behind you is probably just as good as you are anyway. Because you have all this talent. You have Ezekiel Elliott. You've had a pretty good offensive line. You've had pretty good elite receivers. I won't say – well, Amari Cooper, I won't say he's elite, but he's had above average receivers. And at the end of the day, you're giving me eight and eight seasons. You're giving me nine and seven seasons. And you haven't given me a really good season since pretty much your rookie year. I think Colin Coward talks about all the time that Dak's numbers has has – declined every year since his rookie year. So, again, that's something that Jerry Jones has as leverage. So, I think at the end of the day, and I think the reason this deal is not going to happen is because as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, we went through this two years in a row with Le'Veon Bell. And if it's – and if as, as they are uh, – as they have their franchise sitting there sitting on the table, and if it's not signed or they haven't come to negotiation uh, – they haven't come to um, – an extension by the deadline, which I believe is what, July 15th? And here we are in May. If it ain't happened between the last year and now, then it's not going to happen within the next two months. So it's either Dak Prescott's going to play on this tender or he's not going to be on the team. So I'll say this. If I had this, I think he's going to play on that tender. He's going to get the $30 million for this upcoming year. But as far as next year, I don't know if he's going to be on the team. So I'll say this. They better pay him for Pat Mahomes get paid because he can't pay this year. Like this upcoming right. year, he can yeah. pay. Yeah. <laughs> he can pay. So let, let me let me let me put in perspective for y'all, and I want y'all to, to kind of answer with me. It's kind of like a, a, a redundant, not a redundant, but it's kind of like a, a question you don't have to answer, but I like an answer. So let's say you're 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 at work, right? At your nine to five, been there for three four years, and every year your production has steadily declined. Your boss seasons and everything. And he still wants to make you the highest paid employee there. Why wouldn't you sign that? Why, why wouldn't you tell your boss, hey, I'm down? Especially if you don't got a better option. Yeah. It's because you don't want to be there. Floor's yours, Chidi. No, I, I, I'll, I'll just real quick. <laughs> but just to touch on Fabulous and Scott's point, because you guys were talking about the last game of the season against the Eagles to where Jerry Jones did get the leverage. Because if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Dak injured in that game? Like, his mm-hmm. show is strong. He was injured to the point where he couldn't throw. Yeah. So now if you're looking at it from a perspective for Jerry Jones where it's like, okay, do I really want to give this guy $35, 40000000 million that's coming off of shoulder surgery um, 
and his throwing shoulder. Who knows if he's going to be the same? And you just alluded to a scholar like his production has gone down every single season. So at this point, um, and I do agree that he should have been paid at the end of last season um, as opposed to now. But at this point, just what you guys are saying, uh, he's either going to play on the contender or he's not going to be on the Cowboys this upcoming season. Just that simple. And then Jerry, he's in a position now where he's definitely not going to overpay him just because, man, you got to think about all the great quarterbacks in the NFC. Like, you know what I'm saying? Dak don't separate himself, so there's no reason to, you know, throw your bread at him, you know, or woo him or anything. Now, like uh, like, um, like Tev has said, you know, Andy Dalton's in town now, you know, it's <laughs> – <laughs> you, got, you lost your leverage. <laughs> that is on apartment complex and everything. He's already invested in the Dallas community. All they got to do is take him into at least one playoff game. Yeah, they about to put the posters up over uh, that. Look at them. Look, at, look how beautiful they are. Look at Cheedy. Cheedy like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Sharky, isn't that one win against the Eagles? Yep. Who they all who they always beat every year play anyway? Like yep, so it don't even oh. count. Okay, gotcha. Honestly, <laughs> Andy Dawkins can pay how much? Three mil. And since I'm saying, Andy Dawkins is in my opinion. And you saw I paying this man thirty-five million dollars a year for that. Clearly. <laughs> what taxes? Hey, real quick, real, real quick, real quick, real quick, shout out to Skylar's mama. You know, she's a Cowboys fan. I've known her for a very long time. I, I, I love Mama K, but I got to get on your Cowboys. You got to get on your Cowboys. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my dad. The family. <laughs> shout out to the best man in my. It was in my wedding. Was a Cowboys fan too. Yeah, this this y'all be a reckoning. So shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out to the, the whole world, half of, <laughs> half of America. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when I first started with uh, when we first started with Leslie, I said the first person you need to pay out of Dak, Zeke, and Amari was Zach. I always said that. We watched as Zeke got paid, Amari got paid, uh, but the person to give the ball to them did not get paid. That's one. Second, that did not, this is not like any slight about the negotiations that are going on right now, but he did lose his brother during this time. Um, and so things, you know, who knows where his head is at in regards to that. Another thing, Dak is using this psychology degree that he's got to really be put into work. What I mean by that is, one, I believe the deal will be done by July 15th. No matter what it is, I believe a deal will be done. Per my source. <laughs> I'm like, who the source? That's why he let everybody go first. No, no, his source is saying hey, that was running that Lakers page. <laughs> yeah, so the source. Um, I got source. I remember that. <laughs> so, <laughs> the deal is like around like 35 million, like we've all said, per year. 
at first it was more the Cowboys wanted more of a longevity seven-year mm -hmm. type of deal, where Dak wanted more like a three-year deal, where now they'd be more like five for Dallas, four for Dak. Dak wants the fifth year at $45 million. He wants the fifth year at $45 million because he understands that the CBA is going to have another ruling, the mm -hmm. cap is going to go up, mm -hmm. the CB deals will be up, and the gambling incentives mm -hmm. about to start inflating as well. So yeah. salary is going to start going through the roof, period. For football players. Mm -hmm. So it'd be paid more by basketball players. So I think Dak is trying to maybe get on this first wave. Now I agree. Is Dak worth the $35 million? I don't see that right now. But it's also the market at which we're playing at. Right. I believe you incentivize the $45 million to such. Like, okay, if you make it to the NFC Championship, now you can, I can see you for the fifth year, $40 million. We had the Super Bowl, no fifth year, $45 million. But He's one and two in the playoffs. We won one. We lost twice with him in the playoffs. And Andy Dalton's, you know, Owen, Owen forever in the playoffs. So Dak, I can see where Jerry's head is at with like yeah, I can input Andy or any other quarterback right now with the type of offense that we have. Again, I think Dak still signs it. There's some type of buffer that we're missing. Whether yeah, the guarantee. So right now the guarantee is at one hundred five million. I believe that if we go north of that, it's about one ten, one fifteen. I'm gonna cap it at one twelve right now. Um, I believe that will get the job done for both sides at that point for the source. Um, if not, I think we got some more talking to do. But do I believe he's worth this? He's going to show it. He has no choice but to show it. He was hurt the last really two games uh, of the season. Uh, like the half, the second of the second to last game, and then the whole last game. Is that any excuse for why the Eagles beat us the way they did? No. The Eagles were a better team. And I, I've admitted that on the show. I'll admit it right now with Savage right here. The Eagles were a better team. They were coached better um, than us, and they were ready to play. We weren't that way. I think Mike McCarthy is going to make Dak a $35 million player. I think he has the tools and the wherewithal to make him that. Now, with that being said, like I said, incentivize the 40 to 45 million, 45 million actually is what he wants. Incentivize it. The same way you incentivize it for Andy Dalton. And then I think we can agree to that. But until that happens, I'm not really sold. I still stand on that. If he signs the one-year deal and he's gone after this for the franchise um, tag for the one year, he's gone. And then we bring in, you know, a, a batter man uh, with a different skin tone. Um, that's not with Freckles, then I, I completely understand that, too. Um, it has its own apartment complex. Again, I said without Freckles. Um, I don't think the Freckles didn't get to the AFC Championship. He's not getting to the AFC Championship. Was that was that um, an Aaron Rodgers, uh, was that an Aaron Rodgers tip drop there? <laughs> I, we got his old him and the him and the and the coach got to get together. Ah, okay. The long-term plan. <laughs> in that arena, check, check Aaron Rodgers' stats at AT&T. He He's undefeated. undefeated. He's undefeated. So, to me, if if Dak won't, Aaron will. Yikes. Andy, Aaron. Andy will, too. I'm not an Andy Dalton fan. He's like Derek Anderson. Oh, you know, you know, know. Wait, 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 w
Andy Dalton. So why you telling me that he's going to be for the Cowboys? Because you can say love. I would love to play Andy Dalton on Sunday. All day long. All day long. That's one interception, maybe two a game. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Because at the end of the day, you still got to build a defense. And right now, I think right now the weakness for the Dallas Cowboys is the defense. I think offensively, if Dak comes back, even if it's on a one-year deal, offensively, you guys will be good. But it's defensively, and you have and you lost your um your best pass rusher. And so if you pay him $35, $40 million, good luck building your defense. So that's why I think that's why he's – I think that's why – which yeah, is why it was so dumb to draft CD Lamb. I am, I am, I was perplexed. I mean, I get it, but y'all, like I said, with y'all cornerback, it's gonna be live city against <laughs> on, on offense for the Eagles. But really for everybody, it's gonna be live city. We probably will be. Hang on, because it's live season. See you there, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, so let's get started. Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Yeah, right, dude. 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 Yeah, right, Alright, so trivia time and my troll and I will come from this. So this player in his rookie season averaged more points, rebounds, less turnovers, played in more games, and shot better than a person that won rookie of the year. Also, this player won rookie of the month every single month in his conference and then win rookie of the year. Who is this player? Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony should have won Ricky other year instead of LeBron James. Let me go first. Not a troll. I said it back in 2004. He should have won. Me too. Me too. Once I found out these stats, uh, I I was just scrolling through Instagram and I saw these stats. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to bring this attention to the board, fellas. And my brother looked stupid, but we already got some people that agree with me. So this ain't got none against LeBron, but just statistically, and you can look up the numbers. That the Denver Nuggets, uh, the, I think they won like 17, 18 games, and they won like 41, 42 games the next season with Melo. Like, he, he had a better rookie season than LeBron, bro. They pushed push those assists real heavy that year. That was the yeah. one thing LeBron had. They were they was they was they was talking about assists like like they was the second coming. I remember it. They was like, Yeah, Brian, he just he was just doing everything better than Melo. His assists, and then they would stop. The list would stop, and then they would talk about something else. Like, what else? So so uh you you on troll and all. So it's like pretty much what I just said, is it a troll or you you rocking with it that Melo should have won Ricky of the Year? I'm rocking with I'm rocking with Melo. I think he should have won it. That's like one of his accolades that he could have, you know, took to his you know, have for his legacy. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, Melo didn't get a lot. Mm-hmm. That could have been one of them. Right. Could add that to his gold medal chance and his uh, college championship. I mean, <laughs> his <laughs> secondary <laughs> accolades. Yeah. Too easy for me. It's not a troll. Too easy. I'll leave it at that. We got a clean slate so far. Let's keep it up, gentlemen. Playoffs seven years in a row leading up to that season. Right. They were garbage. It's garbage. And think about this. This is prime Western Conference. Like Lakers, Kings, Blazers, like Spurs. Spurs. Like this is prime. And the East was still trash to me. Right. It, it, it was trash. Like it still is. Yeah, still is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I I remember watching 
just the NBA that year, and I, and I remember this. This so bad. I remember getting NBA Live 2004 when they were rookies. Was on the cover. Like, on the cover was Vince Carter. My favorite. My favorite. And the NBA next Live. year, the next year was one. next year was actually the best NBA Live was 05, and Carmelo was on the cover of that one because yeah, Carmelo was. Carmelo was balling that year, that previous year. That's why he got on the cover. And live, as as y'all know, who played hoop games, live was that game before two K, you know, got on the same. But, uh, but yeah, I think I just remember Carmelo was like just dogging that year, you know, with the headband, the braids, and he even had them fresh Jordans for a second. Them, them, them Carmelo ones, everybody wanted when them. That, when oh, yeah. I see some, I don't care how much they are, I'm buying them. Like everybody had the blue and white with the Carolina blue and white ones. Everybody had them. Anybody know who won the head-to-head matchup that year? I'm pretty sure it was the Nuggets. Yeah, because yeah, the Cavs was like 39 and I mean, I mean, 48 or something like that. Yeah, it had to have been the Nuggets. Yeah. If y'all look at that, I agree that that was at least one thing that could have went for Carmelo and one thing that I don't give to LeBron. I think they gave it to LeBron based off of hype, mm-hmm. um, but not realistic stats. Um, and so to basically point out like, the, Statistically, Carmelo led in every category, along with the Nuggets, led in every category. As a po- and I think that was the only season that um, LeBron did not make the playoffs. First, um, okay, um, but for sure they didn't make it after that season. Um, and so, like, I believe that could have been a great honor to him because Carmelo would have came right off of winning the national championship. Now you win a rookie of the year. Right. And next season, of course, you're in the All Star game. After that, you're on a live cover. So, like. That was Carmelo's time to shine. Um, even Kobe, you know, got rest him and said he was one of the toughest players to play against because of how strong and how fast Carmelo is and how skillful he is, especially on that low block, um, those matchups. Um, and so I really feel bad for Carmelo in regards to that. So I agree too that he should have went to Melo, not LeBron or Darko. Yeah. They went, yeah. Uh, Nuggets went two and zero that season. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. They Nuggets went two and zero that season. So he beat LeBron his rookie year twice. Wow. Facts are here, people. Let's be real. Let's be real about with, it. Uh, with Zion and Ja, they're trying to do the same mess this year. I was oh, no, say ja, it. They better. Zion's crazy. If he did play full season, I think he played full season with his current stats. Yeah, he probably yeah. 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 But they're trying to keep to them. Now you play half season. That's different right now. Yeah. Thank y'all for rocking with me. It's going to be a lot of pissed off people to listen to this point, though. That'd be all right. <laughs> the really, really are. But they going to fight us? Right. But they're going to fight us? <laughs> 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 Bro, fans, they, 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 you know they in their feelings right now. That's cheating. But all of them, they, they, they kind of, that's the last dance. They, yeah, they're doing a lot of defensive work right now. So it's like, it's really, it's pouring salt on the wound. It's making it worse, huh? It is. Mm-hmm. I ain't like I care. And before, I don't know if we're going to talk about the documentary or not, but I, I hope to God that, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope to God that there's not a jump to LeBron's documentary before there is much respect paid to the being. Mm-hmm. End of story. Yeah. Because there's so much about, like, we've talked about, not we, uh, but like the general public. It's Jordan versus LeBron. Well, dang, did y'all forget that Kobe got fired? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right there in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. and, and even while LeBron was there and while Jordan was in the league, too, did y'all forget that Kobe got five? Now, I get it. Shaq was very dominant. Don't get me wrong. 33 and 16 in the playoffs is ridiculous. 
Um, and that's missing at least 49% of your free throws. But, like, um, we got to give one, one for Kobe. Whenever that's ready, then give some years for LeBron. But I really hope we don't jump on the LeBron bandwagon. I am a LeBron fan, but no, not yet. Y'all know which one they're doing next, right? They're doing the, uh, the We Believe Warriors. They're doing the, uh, the We Believe Warriors one. Oh, for real? For real? I don't think it's oh, ESPN. Oh, okay. I don't think it's oh, ESPN girl. official, but they definitely are doing it. Like per- personally, personally, I would I would rock with that because I Me too. listen to Stack and Matt Barnes mm-hmm. podcast, and I'm just yeah. envisioning like the sit downs with them being 100 raw <laughs> and just yeah. straight up like this is what happened. We were smoking weed on the top floor with Don <laughs> Nelson type stuff. And that's, that's the content I'm here for. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> One, okay. it's a funny one. It's probably gonna be a bunch of trolls to do some, but I'm gonna say anyway. Um, I'm pretty sure y'all listen to MF. Y'all listen to Jason John's show. Y'all hear our boy? Uh, I got uh, me too. No, personally, Anthony Sane, uh, Chris writer for Sports Illustrated. My he, always, my he always comes with his uh, what's the word called? I don't know, I, I can't explain it, but uh, um, anyway. He's coming with this thing that, you know, you've seen Horace Grant and you saw the comments he came out with and about the documentary all there is. But you see him and Jordan and exactly get along, right? And you look at Jordan's kids, specifically his sons, Marcus and Jeffrey, especially Marcus. You look at him and you look at Horace Grant. One of them looks like MJ, but you look at Horace Grant and look at them, you kind of like, oh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, Horace Grant is really Marcus. Is really Marcus is, Marcus Jordan. This, this is he did have the goggles. He did have the goggles. <laughs> 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 Marcus Jordan had the goggles. <laughs> Marcus Jordan is Horace Grant's son. Not Somebody need a side by side with the goggles. <laughs> <laughs> we are powered by the Bench Podcast Network. We ended this right here, bro. <laughs> Yo, man, we're gonna have to talk to Sane about the content he put on that. <laughs> this ain't it at all, bro. <laughs> this ain't it at all. Good night. <laughs> 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 <Who> your daddy. <laughs> oh. If anything, he, if anything, he looked like DeAndre Jordan more than anything. Wow. I'm not even. I mean, so. Jordan's too young at the time, though, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. Y'all funny, man. You, you a good one for that one, Strike. You funny. <laughs> I'm not answering that. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Don't answer that. I plead the fifth. I'm pressing you just do not answer that. Yeah, I'll plead the fifth. Exactly. I plead the fifth. I had that, too. Mm. That was fun. And I'm thinking like, like I know we talk about the basketball season coming back um, this year. It's going to happen. And I still, I still wholeheartedly believe it's still LeBron's ring to lose mm. this season. So, troll or not, let me back out that statement. Troll or not, and, 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 Y'all waiting on that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and AC will make it to the finals this year the same way it did for the lockout back in 99. Oh. Hell no. Oh. 
So the, so the Magic gonna beat the Bucks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, dog. Who knew? You never know. Giannis and Chris Milson can cuss them. That's why I get the COVID-19, and now you down, too. Wow. Let me wrong. Let me go to the show. Let me go. 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 Hell no. Unless they do that play in. Unless they do that top six season song. Nah, I was gonna say five through eight, but then it wasn't good enough. Five through eight, yeah, okay, yeah, you're fine, man. AC, nah. AC? Like, even the year that the Knicks went to the finals, that was like, again, it was a lockout year, but they were actually a good team. It wasn't like they was still trash. Like, they had Allen Houston and Trez Freewell, uh, Larry Johnson. It was a nice team, but the Grizzlies, nah, mm mm. Mm-mm. I did not. I, I, thought my I, boy. I didn't call. I definitely call for the Grizzlies. But you yeah, I had to go to the East. Magic then. So, so what's your beef with what's your beef with, with, with the, the Bucks then? Huh? What's your beef with the with the Bucks? Like, I don't have no beef with the Bucks actually. I uh, said Giannis gonna get COVID. Yeah, I hope not. I mean, yeah, Giannis. That man a Greek god. He ain't finna get no cold. <laughs> 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 He'd be all right. Call him a Greek god. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anybody else got one? No, nah, I ain't got one. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we could have ended the show on that one, dog. Get my yeah. kids, boy. Hey, Austin, man. Come on. I know you got kids. What's your What's your outrageous sports take? What yeah. you got? Um, my outrageous sports take. Uh, let me see what I can cook up here. Um, I'm probably jumping basketball again too. Uh, my my big take uh, this year. I'll just do this year. Um, was I really thought if the Pelicans matched up against the right teams, I thought they could have went on a little magic carpet ride. So like not say that if they, if they would have played the Lakers, I thought they would have lost because that was the one team that I really thought that they couldn't beat like at all. Um, but I thought I, I thought if they would have played, you know, anybody, Houston, I mm. think they would have smacked Houston, especially with Capella with gone. Um, I think they would have ran through, you know, most of the top of the West, maybe not, uh, who was in the second seed? Clippers. 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 That, that would, would be, be the real tough team. matchup yeah. team. That, I, I, that would be I, the other I, I tough think. matchup one. Sorry. Yeah, I can't see them beating Lakers or Clippers, but I could really see them. They could take out Houston. They could take out the Jazz. They can come could take out the Nuggets. Who else? Dallas. 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 Thunder. I just think they have a problem, like big problem defensively. Like, and I think that's when you really yeah. you know the playoffs. You don't see stuff like that to the playoffs. This is my like my perception of the Pelicans. The Pelicans, they are becoming somewhat, not not yet, but somewhat of a remix to the Oklahoma City Thunder when they had KD, Russ, and James Harden. Well, they were like like babies in my opinion. Uh Skyland, I can tell you all the time, Brandon Ingram. If you if you let him cook, he will be a problem. Like he can get you 30, 40 points, no problem. Like he'll make it look easy. I think his I think his problem is that he doesn't have the right kind of team around him. Like he he ran point guard a little bit, dude. He ran point guard a little bit before LeBron got there in LA. So he can he can play mate. But I think with him, he has to figure out that next step. 
I, I don't, I'm not sure what it is for him. I think well, one makes some damn free throws because Lord have mercy, he missed so many free throws. So <laughs> yeah. like, uh, but the the Pelicans they have a lot of young talent. Now this is my opinion. In my opinion, I think Brandon Ingram is gone. I think Brandon Ingram will go to New York. To New York, in my opinion, I think he's gonna be, be the main guy in New York. That'd, that'd be nice. But that'd be nice. That is better for Zion and Lonzo. Mm-hmm. So Lonzo can be that secondary scorer with Zion. Zion's gonna be the man trashing, you know, Lob City and, mm-hmm. and apparently shooting threes like he did that one game. He came back and hit four of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely think the Pelicans could have gave some people some problems. Now, now, don't get me wrong, the Pelicans are a good team. They just they not making playoffs this year. Yeah, that's the thing though. Like, was was their defense trash before? Like, what's oh. their defense with Zion? Not not the. It, it, it's been bad. It's been bad all year. It's been bad all year. I would definitely echo with um what Seven said because I said that a couple uh maybe a couple of months ago. Brandon Ingram can give you thirty, but that's thirty with the ball in his hand. He can't give you thirty thirty five. Off the ball, and so, like I said, I think in order for him to continue to do that, he's going to have to go somewhere else where he can have the ball in his hand, similar to what KD was, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's what that's what's going to have to happen uh, happen for him. But I can't see him staying on that team for a, a long time. But I think I think he's up next year. I think next year yeah. he's up. So I, I, he he gonna get paid somewhere. Okay, they do what they are trying yeah. to get yeah. um, drafting Lamelo because Lamelo ain't gonna do nothing but feed him. So there you go. I think I think I think that the, with the cases Brandon Ingram is like really him and Jason Tatum are kind of the same players. It's just the dog factor. Like I know y'all y'all probably watch Brandon Ingram more than me, and I'm not sure if he's really a dog when it comes to you know. Go watch Lakers play. versus Rockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Rockets. Who, who playing defense on the Rockets though? No, he punched, he punched somebody. <laughs> Oh, okay. He's from Durham. Oh, he's from Durham, man. He's he, he from Durham. He a dog. He, he's from Durham. He a dog. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he a dog. You know, and also, like, we always say consistency is key, too. Yeah. But y'all saying y'all, can, y'all can't see B.I. I, I don't see a reason for B.I. to leave. To be honest with you, like, he gonna get paid. You know, Zion's still on his Ricky contract. Um, who I'd be worried about is Lonzo leaving. Nah, him and Zion ain't gonna mesh. Yeah, nah. Y'all think no. so? Who? Who not gonna miss? Lonzo and Zion? Zion and B.I. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. I mean, Lonzo, Lonzo and Zion, that's a match made in heaven right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta get yeah, Lonzo, uh, B.I. and Zion. That's yeah. It, but, yeah. Zion, Zion really can't, he's not really a playmaker. Uh, well, he needs a ball in his hand to score, too. He's not really like an off-the-ball kind of player. So. Except lives, that's it. Yeah. So to your earlier point, too, are you saying Brandon Ingram and Jay Sam are like on the same playing field? You don't think one is better? I think potential. They're they're Which on the same. They're, 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 like, they're like no. I'm I'm Jason Tatum, Bi. But last year it was like this. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of were steady last year, but this this season Jason Tatum's like this. So it's gonna be kind of like, what is Bi gonna do? Is he gonna increase? Oh, How much go, better than Jason go watch go watch Tatum in the playoffs last year. <laughs> It was yeah. ooh, ooh, it was nasty. It was nasty. Oh, you had to start a franchise. I'm Jason Tatum. That's what I'm saying. But still, like, you know, a year or two ago, they were really kind of the same player. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Jason Tatum, he got the dog in him. He trained with Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 got the, the intangibles to become, you know, the best player on his team. Can we say the same thing about BI? Is what I'm saying. Mm. We'll see when he's right. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. 
I think what separates Tatum and situation now. My bad. You go. You go. You go. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. I think what separates Tatum and Bi is really uh, just ball awareness. Like, uh, like um, I think it was Savage said. You know, Mm. Bi don't really know like where to score on the court. Like he just gotta have a ball in his hands and he just take his buckets. Like I'm gonna get this bucket right now. Don't really care about who else scoring. Shit, I'll play defense on the other side. So, you know, coach won't pull me. So he just put buckets, you know, but Tatum kind of got a good court awareness feel for me. He can score off the ball, on the ball. He could be the dog or he could be the secondary guy as well. Cause sometimes Jalen Brown just got it cooking. And Kemba Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But And that's what I'm saying. On a team of Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, even going Hayward, like Jason Tatum is the clear cut best player on that team. Yeah, but so. I think the, 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 What's not fair to B.I. in this conversation between if you're going to go B.I. or Tatum is over the last two to three years, Jason Tatum has been number one option. Even when a lot of times when Kyrie was there, they were yep. really trying to feature Jason Tatum. So he got a lot of chances to do a lot of those one-on-one moves that you're referring to. Brandon yeah, has been able to get the opportunity to. up until, I mean, if you look at look at Brandon Ingram's numbers before Zion, before Zion got, this, got there this year, he balled. This year, and that's when he was finally able to be the number one feature. So that's why I'm like, that's why I've always been like, ah, I would probably take Brandon Ingram because even when, when he was on the Lakers and Brown went there, he balled. The yeah. only time he doesn't ball is when LeBron is there or when Zion's there. But any other time, he puts up his numbers. I guess I guess time will tell, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. See him in New York, man. That's my, that's my, that's my future prediction. They got money. I mean, at this point, I ain't saying nobody going to the Knicks. I don't have my failures. <laughs> I don't have my past failures. I'm good on that one. I want to see Dallas do something. I want to see him make a move. Mm. I want to see my boy Luca go crazy. Mm. All right, man. That was a great show, y'all. Man, shout so, out to Austin. Appreciate you, Austin. Good job, brother. Welcome, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for welcoming me into the family. That's all right. No problem, man. Hey Memphis, actually, we make we make random trips. Me and the wife make random trips sometimes. <laughs> if we ever come through, I'll definitely let the whole squad know. For sure, yeah, for sure. Thank you for being on, man. You said what's the, the hash? The, uh, how can we get some money off again? Of you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and plug that one more time. Um, that promo code for the the whole city, the whole vibe y'all got going over there is LBR Rad. So. Slap that together, and y'all get 10% off any order. Pass that, that around to anybody. Social media. Yes, sir. You can go to radbrand.com. Uh, look at our website. Everything's there for you. Shipping take about three to five days. So um, everything's there. Try to keep it as professional as I can. So. Sure. Right yes. Yes. Okay. Peace. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good.
Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.